Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 73 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with uh, Barry Allen reaching for that said hot dog that we were talking about in yesterday's minute. And then the minutes are the minute is going to end with Iris West looking at the aftermath of this uh, entire car accident, but she's safe and sound. Interesting. So, um, in the beginning of this minute, we see the hot dog. He, he you know, he reaches for the in hot dog. In the beginning, dog. there were hot dogs. There was hot dogs. Let there Pretty be good. hot dogs. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. The, the gods proclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. He does, you know, he's he's out here trying to save Iris West, and then he gets like, I think the term people want to use is distracted by the hot dog. Do you do you agree with that term? Do you think he's distracted by the hot dog? Is that the comedy in here? Is 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 him being distracted, or would you say he's just? Uh, it's it's like I want to say it's like an attention deficit thing, um, but. Knowing how it plays out and 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 how the the gears are turning in his head, it's hard to say that it's it's a distracting thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of just like multitasking. He's he's aware of what is happening and what that is, and I mean he he obviously is reaching for the hot dog for 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 a reason. That's the thing. Is it a yeah. distraction? No. It's awareness. Yeah, I think so. I think it's really interesting because when he first notices the hot dog coming towards her, he's kind of like looking at it as if he would look at anything that's flying towards her as far as safety is concerned. And so he sees the hot dog flying, he kind of studies it. And then he reaches for the hot dog. And then when it cuts back, um, it shows him putting the hot dog into his pocket. He's smiling, kind of... um, excited about saving the hot dog but i don't think of it as the com the comical kind of like oh you know he's this is uh this is ridiculous that he's kind of distracted by this hot dog and he's like oh hot dog in his pocket yeah you know it's not like he's gonna bite the hot dog or make a hot dog Mm -hmm. while he's saving her it's not like some sonic the hedgehog kind of joke that's going on here where he's like you know what maybe i have a hot dog and then i'll come back and finish the rest of this i think this no, is him going a, that was a good call sonic the hedgehog kind of that's and with chili dogs hey that was yeah and he's a speedster himself perfect um i think when we were talking about the uh quicksilver in days mm-hmm. of futures past there's a bit where he's running through the kitchen and he tries some food yeah i i, I guess i guess it's beat for speedster food but- <laughs> speed beat food speed yeah that's how you do it uh here though it's a little bit more uh you know thinking of the future thinking of like what he'll do after saving her once he goes back to the central bark and so he's grabbing the hot dog and putting it in his pocket and being like okay i'll save this for later for them as a kind of like an alibi i guess so it's a really interesting concept there I think it just, maybe it's on us. Maybe we're conditioned to expect something comical to happen in slow motion. 
because of Quicksilver and because of every other speedster that's done something uh, while time is somewhat frozen. Um, but time still seems to be moving pretty quickly here because as he turns back, Iris West is now, uh, she's moved a lot farther. And so time isn't exactly frozen. Um, it is moving very slowly, but it is moving a lot, a lot quicker than I thought it would. Um, and what's well, cool it's about this... a quick situation, I think. Yeah. The velocity is still there. Mm-hmm. They are moving at a very fast pace. Um, we talked about it yesterday, but this is all Kiersey Clemens in an actual green screen arm moving here. And what's really cool about it is this whole sequence where he then goes back to her and is reaching for her her movement is still not visual effects. Yes, there are visual effects to kind of animate her uh, coat and things like that. It's the same thing they do with the superheroes with their capes. Uh, some fabrics have to be uh, manipulated by visual effects, but her herself, she's still in that mechanical arm. And so with him moving her arms to cross them and to protect her and all these things and to rotate the body and lay it on the ground, this is all the work of two actors and, you know, a bunch of guys in green screen suits and an arm, and they're just kind of, like, rotating Kiersey, like, along with Barry Allen. And that's such a cool concept to think about, like, how much of that is actually practical and then layered with visual effects. It's really neat. It's pretty um, neat. I mean, it's the same kind of deal when they're floating in the water. You get the big crane, crane bobbers in on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they're doing uh, like Aquaman, Aquaman stuff, there's the giant yeah. crane that they're in the water. They're in the harness and yeah, just kind of bobbing there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really nice that he does. You know, this whole thing of like how he saves her with like being very gentle with her, like crossing the arms to protect her as he kind of like slowly rotates the body, not too forcefully, not trying to add any more uh, momentum into her spinning because. Obviously, when she comes to, like, this is, you're trying not to whiplash the person, you Mm -hmm. know? And so that is such a cool thing to consider when when he's saving someone. It's like, all right, let me me just gently position this person to save them. I, I love that. Like, that, to me, as far as Flash's abilities go, that's one of my favorite touches. It's just him slowly and fragilely just, like, protecting iris west from this car accident i think it's my favorite part in all of this it's pretty good it's pretty angelic in a Mm -hmm. way the whole situation all of it again gods amongst men yeah this is right here this is i mean truly is a a godlike superhero using these godlike abilities to just slow down time yeah it's one of those inexplicable like miracles when people are like oh i was saved from a car accident like we, you should be dead. And I was like, I have no idea. Someone, mm-hmm. someone saved me. Um, and not to skip ahead too much, but I mean, she notices him. She, you know, time comes back to to present speed. I don't know how else to say it. And she's there, is you know, witnessing him. And he's he he sees that, and it takes him a while to be like. Oh, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. You see me. Like this is not a good idea. But and it's then, not like it's not like this is the first time he saved somebody. So like he would know to 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 get out of there so no one does see him. I think it's again he's just still like 
awestruck by her beauty and just everything that she is. And Mm -hmm. I think he's just infatuated with, with her and he's just, you know, he got caught staring again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. He's just kind of like, yeah, especially like with her noticing again, that it's the guy that she was staring at uh, a few minutes ago and being like, okay, something's, something is different about you that I'm noticing you again. Um, and then, yeah, he, he kind of just dashes backwards. But again, this is something that we'll see, uh, in a later minute in the movie, but his ability to run back, you see the electricity happening before he actually starts moving. And that's something I think is really cool is that they kind of have the speed force activate, activate around him. And then he just kind of disappears because he's moving that fast. Yeah. But, but you see the lightning uh, around him. Um, there was something in Injustice, I believe, the first one, the first video game, where after the Flash's reputation is kind of tarnished by, by his affiliation with the, regi- with the regime, that he changes his name to like the Ghost or I think even like the Streak again. Uh, he doesn't become the Flash. He changes names, and this was like in yeah. This was the after yeah with yeah. the whole saving purses and whatnot. And so he does it really fast, and he never stops. So mm-hmm. no one ever knows it's him. Uh, and so that's why he started going by the Ghost, so that no one would know Which, uh, it's the Flash. That was a thing that was taken from Kingdom Come, um, in that Alex Ross story, like you know. Years into the future, the Flash is pretty much Mercury at that time, and he is constantly running. He does not stop. Mm-hmm. He's still doing deeds and stuff like that, much like how the Injustice storyline was, but he was, like, godlike level. Yeah. And I think that's this is, like, one of the first cases where it's like, oh, I've saved someone, and they actually see who I am because uh, love at first sight, if you will. I believe in it. I believe that's, that's what's happening here, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's okay to admit it. I think that's what's going on with these two characters. I think that's why their chemistry works so great. Um, and then everything just kind of like falls into into that present time along with it. And the first thing we see is the car as it comes back down to the ground and slams, it tumbles, and the song kind of ends with it. Uh, the, song, the car kind of tumbles, the music stops, and then it ends with that explosion to kind of just like punctuate the end of the whole sequence which is fantastic it's almost like a uh fireworks if you will especially with them in the foreground and the car in the background it's uh it's a very romantic ending to this whole sequence uh something that was cool about the way that they shot this the car itself obviously is a visual effect it's completely cgi but the explosion isn't the explosion is real um, so if you look at it long enough, you can definitely tell that the explosion is real and then there's a CGI car in front of it. So it has like this layering effect on it and you can definitely tell like, okay, the explosion is behind the car. It's not actually coming from the car. Um, but you know, that's how visual effects work and that's, that's Hollywood for you. Showbiz baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I didn't, I, I would, I didn't think about it as, um, fireworks before, but now that you mention that, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Sky yeah, Rockies. right? Yeah. Maybe it's uh, take it even deeper. Maybe if we look at the cloud, maybe it's a heart. Um, I'm sure you could probably find shapes <laughs> in it. 
<laughs> yeah, we're doing uh, one of those tests. What are they called again? I forget. I don't know. Colorblind test? No, Let's it's see. like an inkblot test, but I forget what the oh, actual term is. The Rorschach? Yeah. Ror- <laughs> Gosh. You forgot that? I totally you didn't forget. forget it. I was like, You're I lying. know that. I said, I know the name of this. Why am I forgetting it now? Um, that's embarrassing. So, anyways. Uh, and I kind of like how everyone else on the sidewalk, they kind of like join back in at the same time as the car. You can kind of see people like standing still. And then when the car kind of tumbles back to the ground, um, you can see them reacting like immediately with the car. So that's cool. Yeah. Like everyone else that's been frozen in time, they kind of jump back into a panic state, which is really nice. Um, I really do enjoy that. Um, So Barry Allen disappears, and then Iris West looks at that truck as it's sliding, which even still, that's scary. Like, that truck could still do a lot of damage if it... If it fell over and just, like, jacked and just tumbled across the... Yeah, absolutely. And even the hot dog cart. That hot dog cart is gone. I'm surprised it didn't explode with the propane tank. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be running on propane down there, huh? There's a propane tank on it. Look at it. Look at it slam down. Boom. Look at that. Look at that. That's insane. Boom. That thing should have exploded. Um, fun fact, we actually forgot to mention this. Um, what was it, like two minutes ago? Yeah, on Monday. Um, and I knew I was forgetting something about this hot dog cart. But the hot dog cart, the brand name on the hot dog cart is Granny Goodness uh, Tube Steaks. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that. that. Yeah, it says Granny Goodness on it. Uh, That is the the brand for the hot dogs. Uh, Tube Steaks, not a word I've I've seen before. Uh, But they sell hot dogs, hot sausage, uh, beef patties, and, um, you know, just other things on there. Is tube steaks like a real term for hot dogs, sabrettes, brats, those types of things? I almost didn't want to check it out, but maybe I should. Maybe I should type in what a tube steak is. Oh, no. It is. It is the name of a hot dog. It is the name of a hot dog? Yeah. Like a brand name? A tube steak is like a beef hot dog. From what are just like the people in the Midwest just saying that? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't like that word. <laughs> Let's not call it that. I'm good. Sounds like a euphemism of it, if anything. A tube steak. Granny goodness tube steaks. Um, I am not a fan. Nope, don't like that. One thing that I thought was cool, though, I have this written down here. There is a full hot dog on the ground here. Can like bun it? and everything? Is that what you yeah. mean? Like yeah. Nice, look at it. You see it? Well, n- no. Which was Right by her knee. There's a full hot dog there, ready to go, on the ground, served and everything. I don't see it. You don't see it? N- n- which point at it? That one right there? Okay. Okay, I see that one. It's full. It's it's ready. It's good to go. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
That must have been like some animator was like, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna put a full, complete hot dog on the ground here. It's ready to go. Look, it's not even like, oh, it just so happens to look like that. It looks like those toys, the plastic hot dog from like the kitchen set. Yeah, like an Oscar Mayer hot dog. It's straight up just sitting there on the ground. Completed. I wonder if like it, the explosion exploded the buns and the hot Mm -hmm. dogs and, and the hot dog just happened to land into the hot dog bun and then it fell into the ground and just laid there perfectly made. And then that thing like creates its whole like solar yeah. system inside of it. I mean, that's that's chaos. To theory. the hot dog, that was the big bang. That was <laughs> that was right the there. big bang of the hot dog. Yeah, that that did it. Yeah, create a whole hot dog universe in that in that thing. Yeah, huh? they got hot dog version of Flash, hot dog version of Iris West, hot dog version of Superman. Tell me about that, huh? It's got the dancing Snapchat hot dog. Yeah, I know what you're. I know that guy. We're doing the dance right now. Yeah, but like, what, put it like a cape on him or something like that, and he's like, okay. Yeah. That's Superman hot dog. Superman hot dog, there you go. He has his own hot dog verse, the tube steak verse. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a complete hot dog that's ready to go. I I think it's such a cool little um, Easter egg, Easter hot dog, whatever you might call it. Um, yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, somebody just wanted to add the hot dog. I remember there was like in yesterday's minute, there were some that were just like, they looked like they were pre built, but like already coming out. Like, like it looked like someone was making the hot dogs and just like stacking them up. And then the hot dog cart like got knocked and it's like, oh no, I just stacked those hot dogs. Like you just like wrapped like silverware. Oh no, I just stacked those hot dogs. I just put them all in the bun. I don't. They're all all over the place. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want. No, a, I wouldn't want that either. You gotta make a, it. You gotta. Yeah, I'm okay with a hot dog being on a grill for like an hour. You know, like they've been sitting there. That's fine. I know what I'm paying for. Let me get the hot dog. But then you put it in the bun. At least then I know it's fresh mentally. Mm-hmm. Put a hot dog in a bun and let it sit there. The bread's gonna get all uh, soft. And mushy. Yeah, possibly. I know that I feel like I've gotten like a a Nathan's wrapped hot dog bun and all right. No one needs to bun and brat in the wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I've gotten it like pre pre wrapped before, like at mm-hmm. uh, the Walmart or whatever. You know, they got like the little front hot thing mm-hmm. in front of the register. It's like, oh, okay. Here's your little deli bull crap popcorn chicken. Mm-hmm. Individually wrapped hot. The Costco dogs. hot dog. I hear uh, many, uh, many acclaim the Costco hot dog. Costco hot dog. Costco pizza. It's good yes. food. It's the whole so large pizza good. that you can get at Costco. I hear is you get a big ass piece of pizza, a huge drink, and you're just like it's like three dollars, and mm-hmm. you're like I'm done, man. Yeah, it's a it's a that Costco is a fantabulous oh. place. Um. My only other note here, Nate, is the wardrobe virus. I know we talked about it a lot throughout the week, but uh, this whole sweater she's got, yeah. I want to wear this sweater. Yeah, that I looks like wear a pretty cool ascot. knit. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I wish I, I do have a sweater that's like that, but it's green, um, but, but yellow. I think yellow is a color that we all need to bring back because that, that is a good-looking color right there. 
I really do enjoy that. And the ascot is a perfect little accent on it. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, that's all the notes I had, Nate. I don't know if you wanted to add anything onto that or. Um, so when we talk about the hot dog grab, <laughs> <laughs> what really is like, cause I mean, this is it. This is when we're going to talk. We don't have to, we don't have to make any more mention than we already have, but how do you feel right now in this moment about the hot dog grab and placement in the pocket? Overall, just tell me how you're feeling. Um, the thing is, is I get it, but I will never be able to get anyone else on board. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I, like, you and I are, like, on the same level where it's, like, we understand why he's grabbing the hot dog. We understand how it plays out. But for anyone who thinks it's ridiculous, I feel like I'll always struggle with, you know, if someone's watching this for the first time, if they watch it next to me, I'm always going to be like, okay, here comes a hot dog part. They're going to be weirded out by this. There's no saving them from from themselves about how weird it's going to look to them. And the hot dog thing's going to pop. They might laugh about it. And uh, then I'll just be like, heck, I can't say anything. Yeah. They're always going to think it's a silly little thing that happens. And then they'll go, that was weird. And then I'll you go. You know what? Not really. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I'm going to take, I'll tell you this. I will take this hot dog, pocket hot dog, any day over uh, Flash landing on Wonder Woman, on top of Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. I can't believe <laughs> Like, it's things Ooh, like that where I'm, boy. like, trying to find similar feelings of, of like, an audience reaction and, and thinking about all the times that we've watched this this film with people you know be it in in a little chat on screen share or with uh somebody else sitting next to him um the reactions that i have gotten seem to be the same of just like a quick chuckle and a question of you know what the what? f what yeah the hell? yeah like a what i think we will talk about it tomorrow but i do think that how quickly you see the result of the whole pocket hot dog is what really helps because when you have things like i'm going to compare it to flash landing on top of wonder woman like from 2017 justice Mm -hmm. league that lingering shot and like just just what that idea is is such is is so much more of a stain than Barry Allen shoving a hot dog into his pocket. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like when I when I feel like I'm trying to think about cringy things that would be a lasting cringy moment and if you're telling me or if or if or if one would tell me that Barry Allen putting the hot dog in his pocket is a cringy thing for them, my response would have to be, "Hey, at least he didn't at least they didn't make him lay on top of Wonder Woman and then get up." And be embarrassed as if it was like some sort of weird sexual awakening in this guy. Like, come on, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's despite any anything that happens in this movie, I think it's hard to argue that anything 
unethical really happens in this movie, which is a good thing, which is what I look for in superhero movies. Um, and I, you know, you can't say the same thing about the other version because it is just very unethical, like, even down to what the Justice League are and, like, how they act in that movie, Batman, Superman, all these things. Um, Lois Lane at the Daily Planet and how they treat her there. Uh, and when I mean treat, I mean the filmmakers, you know, the people who, who made that scene for that movie. Um, there's so much that's wrong with that version. And here it's like, yes, you could make fun of the Icelandic, uh, Visser Rotten Sender Rosu song and you can make fun of like the hot dog thing and you can go back and make fun of Martha and the Batman versus Superman thing but there's nothing unethical that was a mistake sure you can go Superman should never have killed General Zod or Batman doesn't kill like you can have those arguments and you might be right but that's the point of the movie that's why you have characters who say, I don't agree with who Superman is. and Or they say the other thing, or I don't agree what the Batman is doing as a vigilante. He must be stopped. And it's like, he's also the bad guy and things like that. And it's like, when things that are unethical by design in the movie, it's like, it's okay because they're addressing it. And here it's like, as far as comedy goes, there's nothing that's unethical about the comedy of it. Um and the pocket hot dog thing will just make sense in tomorrow's minute. So <laughs> don't don't worry. The pocket hot dog will make sense in tomorrow's minute. Pocket hot dog will return in minute seventy four. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, and, and I don't know if the Icelandic part doesn't it doesn't sit well with you. I I, I don't know. It is what it is. It's the Aquaman. I'm we're fi- doing. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's all. That's uh, I appreciate you for answering my question. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that that we can get here and have this conversation. Of, we will uh, get to to moments in the film that I don't agree with. We will yes. get to that. There, I don't know if you have them those as well. I mean, I feel like some of the extra slow motion bits have so far have been your like. I don't care so much for that. Um, but there are a few scenes here. Uh, because we are basically watching the extended version of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're not watching... This isn't the version that would have come out to theaters. Obviously, this would have been about... Like a director's cut type of deal if it were to happen. Yeah, this is the... direct. Uh, yeah, this is like the ultimate edition of the Justice League movie we're supposed to see. You know? Um, what this one is about... Uh, how long is that? Hold on, two hundred forty, two hundred fifty minutes. So we're adding on about forty-five minutes or thirty-five minutes worth of extra footage onto here. Um, so we will get to some of those scenes, and that's when I kind of like draw the line and go, "This should have been cut." Mm-hmm. But since we're watching the ultimate edition, it's hard to argue with it because you kind of have to accept it for what that is. It's the same thing with his Watchmen cuts, where his version of Watchmen is phenomenal. And then he has the ultimate edition where it's like, all right, this is bloated, but I get it. So, um, but you know, we'll, uh, cut back to what happens with Barry Allen in tomorrow's minute. So let's go ahead and wrap it up there for now. 
Uh, if you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 74 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.